Welcome back to another episode of the Fake Friends Podcast. You know why we're here. You know what we came to do. I'm trying to figure out where to position my mic so it's not blocking my camera with my face. I need to get the, uh, I'm going to get a new mic, get the arm extension. But uh, yeah, we're back. It's um, it's good to be back. Got a lot to talk about. A lot, is, a lot has been happening in the world, you know, such as um, Pfizer releasing more documents about their little sticky, sticky, um, not working and them knowing about it and it hurting people and they knew everything about it. Uh, we're going to spend zero time talking about that because no one cares. Ooh, ooh. No one cares because the cognitive dissonance is absolutely stronger than fucking, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's fucking fucking chin lock, dude. So yeah. we're just going to fucking talk about some other fun things. We've got a lot, a lot of things to talk about. Um, call back to an old episode. Um, how you doing, first and foremost? Uh, you know, doing great. Per usual. It's a little chilly out, but I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah it is great. over here. It's um, it's May, but still feels like April. So tomorrow it's supposed to start warming up. Then this weekend we're gonna get nice uh, spring weather finally. So be good. Nice, nice, nice. Hopefully it. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, hopefully it. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it. Um, yeah. It's warm when I'm out there. Like I'm trying to come out there in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, it will be. Okay, yeah, you'll definitely have some weather then. But uh, yeah, let's, I mean, shit, let's hop right into it. Um, you know, breaking news amongst the uh, sneakerhead idiots, StockX, and some deep shit, man. I think. Yeah, man. Know, That's interesting. Nike suing StockX over selling fake Nike shoes because Nike, I guess, bought some over a few months span from them. And they turned out to be fake. There's no way Nike suing them without knowing 100. percent that those are fake shoes. That they're saying they're right. fake shoes. And they're in Nike's in the right. There's just no way. StockX is probably fucking Dunzo, dude. From what I saw, if they, if they, if they, if Nike itself purchased some shoes and they got them and they were fake, and it was more than one, like it was multiple. Well, one is honestly one's enough because StockX one's is enough. supposed to be a verified platform mm-hmm. in terms of not selling fake shoes. Like people go there to make sure that they're getting authentic shoes and. The prices that they're paying on this aftermarket, and if these shoes are fake, yeah, StockX is in trouble. But I think StockX has been in trouble because I don't like. I, I think that's kind of been a sentiment already. Like people didn't necessarily fully trust the authenticity of StockX. That's why I told you earlier. I think eBay having an authenticator. What? Where did you get that from? I'm sorry. My daughter just walked in here with candy. I don't know where she got candy from. Wow. From downstairs. Yeah, go put them back. Oh, from downstairs. No. Say hi. <laughs> Say hi. You got your cards? All right. Yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, <laughs> you're not having those right now. You're not having them right now. No. No, this is real-time parenting, by the way, for those listening. <laughs> it's just great because coming in and out of, like, background, and it's hilarious. It's a new face every time. So, I, but I, I was saying earlier about uh, eBay. eBay added an authenticator. eBay, I think it's been a – used to be like a gamble, like a, a wrist shot. Like, you could buy something on eBay and be like, man, I hope it's real when I get it. 
And so now like when they, when they have an authenticator for sneakers, I think people actually put a little more trust in it. Um, and I know that StockX has always kind of been, if you have used StockX sold and bought on it, but to have the actual retailer purchase from the aftermarket and then verify that the aftermarket is selling fake products from the actual retailer, that's a... Uh, that's um that's interesting. StockX might be done so. No, StockX is done though. If they uh if they're proven right now. Yeah. The thing is, is um what is the difference then between like StockX and uh GOAT? The difference between StockX and GOAT, I don't really think there is one. I think it's just I think that's just two different reseller markets that um I kind of I've kind of actually before like thought GOAT was a little more verified or a little more like secure. Um, I never really liked StockX as no, like no, no return exchange policy or something like that, that they have. Like once you get it, it's, you, you get it and you can't do anything with it. I think you can actually return on GOAT. Uh, one thing I like about GOAT is they got like pre-verified. So when, when shoes are like released, you don't have to, you can, you can purchase from somebody and wait for them to send it to GOAT or you can purchase straight from GOAT basically. So GOAT has like a, basically a stock. You pay more, of course, but I guess you kind of you you just you're paying to guarantee that they're real. But what are you gonna do, man? I mean, you just you never know unless you get them from the actual. You know, our brother said that to me today. I showed him that I showed him that uh I think the post that I showed you, and he was like, if you know, you can't trust you can't trust these aftermarkets. You got to get it directly, just you know, from the actual source. Otherwise, you never know. So pretty interesting with StockX because I know that they they have become really like a, a popular and reliable source for a lot of people, for a lot I of resellers like and for a lot of consumers. Yeah, because they're branding. You know, I will say what's cool about Goat. I only um, bought I think two shoes from them, but one time bought a pair and they um, sent me pictures saying like, "Hey, there's a stain right here," and it wasn't the biggest stain. It kind of didn't even really ruin the shoe too much. But the fact that they took the time to be like, "Yo, do you still want these?" and I was like, "No," and they. Yeah credited me and sent them back to the seller. I was like, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I just, well, then it's like, okay, well then what about eBay? How does eBay become more of a verified seller than the other platforms? You know, I just, you know, how, like, which, which again brings me to my next point. Cause we always used to go into these shoe stores over the years. And I used to be like, dude, all these shoes are fucking fake. And you should be like, no, they're real. They're real. And I'm like, we don't know that. Like, <laughs> I'm like this yeah. Nike check. I've been in the stores and I'm like, dude, you're, Call me crazy shit. At least you called me. I'm like, this Nike check looks slightly different. Or this Jumpman logo looks slightly different. And I understand not every shoe's made the same, but a company like um, Nike, Adidas, their um, quality control is most likely pretty fucking accurate, especially when it comes to logo and branding, you know? So. And and for like those retail, those retail stores. I just, I find, I think it's like hard. Retail is hard as like an independent retailer. I think it's harder as like a a reseller. And like, so the, you know, for them to have mass product, authentic mass products is just, it's kind of hard to believe a lot often. It's kind of like, who's verifying their products? Mm. And honestly, at the end of the day, um, you know, I think it just comes down to your own discernment. Like if you buy some shoes and you can't tell they're fucking fake, like that's not fake. You know what I mean? Because yeah. 
Yeah, they're not fake because. Um, and I, I say they're not fake because they're not fake to you. Like if you can't like. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> my thing is like I bought uh, my pair of 500s. Um, the bones I bought off eBay before they had their authentic, like the authentic shit. And you were like, bro, just do it. Like it's eBay. They have a good feedback. So it's like, okay, yeah, that's true. Like the seller has good feedback. So yeah. their integrity is probably good. You would assume when I got the shoe, I YouTube, like what fake 500s look like and what to look for. And when I did the assessment, I was like, these look fucking real to me. If, if they are, um, you know, uh, what do you call them? Counterfeit then they did a hell of a good job and they look like Yeezys and feel like Yeezys. Yeah. I think more importantly though, I think a uh, one way you probably could tell it's gotta be the fit, right? Like, right. Like maybe if you, if you can compare them, but I, like I said, I think even the fakes are really close. Yeah. to like authentic. So if, if you, if you don't get them directly from the source, you, I, and I, yeah. And honestly, you know, I could care less what people like wear when it comes to authentic and fakes, like our knockoffs, or whatever. Because at the end of the day, like, who gives a shit? You know, like, yeah. think about like the designer brands like Gucci, Louis, and shit. How like people would just be like, I could spend eight hundred dollars, or I could spend eighty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks the same. And it looks the same. You know, what I mean? yeah, same. True. You know so who, who's the joke really on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um. So it is, it's interesting. It will be see if, if Nike does prove that, you know, and if they're not doing some fuckery, like they actually prove it came from StockX and it was fake. It'd be interesting to see how people react to buying shoes through like the third party, like a, you know, like a, a arbitrary trader, like seller, you know? Well, yeah, because honestly, like, like, I, and even I said this, I think like sometimes that's just the way you, that you expect you accept getting certain product that you want. Like, oh, I'm not even going to try to get it. I'm going to just wait till it hits the aftermarket and get it there mm-hmm. and just pay the, the extra, you know, premium price. But at least I got what I wanted. So it's unfortunate for, for that, for StockX at least. That's unfortunate. It is. So, yeah, we'll continue to follow that and um, yeah. try to stay updated with it. But, yeah, tough, uh, tough day for StockX. And, um, yeah, tough day for stocks. Yeah, moving forward, uh, stock markets continuing to not do well. Um, I mean, geez, I mean, that's just what happens when things are planned like that. So that's that, you know, there's so much negativity in the world that people are just pulling their money, companies, you know, there's all sorts of market manipulation. But, you know, crypto is really taking a hit, which sucks. Um, You know, it is what it is. Everything ebbs and flows. There's a pendulum. I do, uh, there will be a bounce back at some point. When? Who knows? But yeah, there seems to be like this panic that it's about to just completely like disappear and be gone and be done with. Mm. Kind of the same way like NFTs are. NFTs are like low key kind of fucking dead right done. now. Done. Like, no, like they're done. In a sense. Like they're done. done. Like, I like, there might be like no bounce back. No bounce back. And it's just like, it seems like uh, crypto's got like this same same sentiment about it which uh, which i guess i can understand because nfts and crypto kind of go hand in hand like you you know you're purchasing them with and so um the one thing the I reason i know crypto- the reason i know not to cut you off about that just the reason i know that crypto can't like disappear is because it's a it, it digital currency is is a thing that is going to exist yeah, that and like there's that, already a place for some of them. Yeah, like you and you can already use them for a lot of things. So 
it'll come back. Yeah. So um, that I think that's more of a bounce back. NFTs are probably done. Um, so if you were fucking making money like racks off fucking, you know, fucking high apes, I mean, kudos to you, but I mean, the longevity in that, I mean. Well, I mean, everyone- just like with anything, because when that started, I'm like, yo, any type it's of content scary. should be an NFT, but just like with any type of content, if it doesn't have substance to it, it's not going to last. Right. It's just not going to last. Like, it's going to it's gonna have a wave and then it's going to be gone. Yep. Because you, know? you value, people value unconsciously, they value substance. Like you might, you might think you value something that's just hype or something that's like a fad, but like what starts as a fad, if it has substance, it no longer becomes a fad because it has substance. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it maintains its longevity. So if there's no substance to the NFTs, if a non-fungible token isn't tangible in some people's eyes or doesn't present any value or substance to be tangible, then it's not going to be continue to be valuable i guess i don't know i can just be rambling who knows if i know what I'm no talking. no you're not rambling uh, but i will finish it is um yeah what happened was a bunch of people got suckered into a fucking con and what nfts were used to is just to launder money that's that's it done yeah yeah so when they were probably like have, oh my god my fucking taxes my 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 fucking you know my like my fucking beach towel that's wrapped around a fucking dog with fucking wings just sold for $2.2 million, this new hype. It's like, nope, someone just fucking illegally sent someone money, idiot. Probably helped a lot of people avoid paying taxes. Like like, like when someone fucking taped a banana to a wall and then fucking oh finally sold it for like five, whatever the price was, a couple million dollars, people are like, that's art. It's like, no, nope, that's money laundering. That's money laundering. You know? Yeah, so that's that. You know, rip, rip, rip NFTs. Rest in dank. But um, yeah, man, what what else you got? It's been um, yeah, it's been a while. You know, actually, I think I still got it. We still got to upload the last last time we were on here. But um, at this point, I don't even know where it is because it's not in. It's our not. File yeah, there. it's not there because Dropbox is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so that know. episode actually might be nuked. We did record an episode a week ago. It didn't get released because I went away and I couldn't edit it, but it actually never could have got uploaded. We have no clue why. Uh, we were just yeah. talking baseball and some sports, and um, that's unfortunate. It was a fun little convo, but um, it is what it is. It's probably it's probably new. Maybe 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 so. maybe when it goes from like the two people that do listen to this podcast to like the five people that listen to this podcast, we'll upload it like as like a special episode. Hey. That'd be great, but yeah. we got to put it out yeah. first. You know, um, <laughs> I will say to get back on the shoes before we transition into some spots talk because we got some good spots talk. Um, I feel like you only win shoes on the lotteries when like you had, could care less and don't want to win. You're like, ah, I don't want to win. Like, I don't want to spend this money right now. Fuck if I'm going to do it anyway. It's just for like yeah. When you the want culture. the shoes, you never win. You never win. So today. I got my first uh, sneakers app win. Probably I just don't know why. And I got those um, midnight navy Jordan sixes, which is pretty cool. So that's that. And um, those are clean. That was, that was my little. That was my little. Yeah, they do. They look. I remember I texted you. I was kind of like, ah, dude. Like, did I just, you know, did I just get these for like absolutely zero reason? But come summertime when it's like eighty out, six p.m. 
you got to go out. You need some crisp, crispy white shoes. I'm glad you're sticking with the white shoes. Throw those on. I think that's what it's going to be. I'll probably leave them dead stock for a while and then decide if I want to move them or not. But I've always been a fan of the sixes. So in white shoes. So I might yeah, just, used to uh, hoop in the, used to hoop in my DMPs. Yep. Right? And people would get fucking all tight. And you used uh, to fucking wear your uh, bread 11s. And people would yeah, like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Bro, you're playing basketball in basketball yeah. shoes. You're like, yeah. Way, before, way before the days of StockX and, and sneakers apps and shoe apps, the days when you had to go stand in line to get shoes physically. Which mm-hmm. I feel like was probably way more fun, even though you had to camp Plus, out. And I bet you it was a blast. It was until, it became, until it became a risk of like your life. Well, that's too. Yeah, it's not fun to get out over shoes. That's kind of absolutely ridiculous. Like people that do that, it's like, dude, learn how to take an L and just try next time. You know what I mean? Like, get up early. You don't have to fucking shoot someone in the face. You know, just get up earlier next time. Yeah, but um, there. Yeah, I I do think uh you know moving forward to get to the spots talk. Um, <laughs> how about um how about the Celtics, dude? Let's talk about them real quick. Yeah, they play tonight. They do play tonight. Down game three, five. Three one. Nah, it's two two. Two two. They won. That's right. Um had an unreal game four. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, it's weird because like it's the Celtics. So you just look up and they just continuously seem to be in like a position to compete for championships. Mm-hmm. Strange, right? And and like now, you know, we've we've said this. Tatum, I think, is an NBA superstar. Um, and I don't even think. I don't want to say gonna be. I think he is a superstar, but I don't even think he's like reached the pinnacle of what he can be yet. He's what twenty two. Yeah, he's still a baby. He's like twenty two. He like he's still on the cusp. And he even said in like this interview, I think when they were going through a rut, I think this year, and he was like, you know, maybe it was last year, but he was like, you know, I came in the league so young and we were good, and and he just thought that was just the way it was. And so, like him and Jalen Brown are going through these his teammates. Pain. They're going through these growing pains, but they're going through these growing pains, and they're in position to actually compete for championships. And I think, like three years from now, they could easily run off a three P. Easily, because yeah. because when you think about the other teams in the East, the teams that are competing right now for the championship in this playoffs and these semifinals. Boston's the youngest. They have the youngest stars. Mm-hmm. They got the yep. youngest stars. And when you look at the East in terms of teams that aren't in the playoffs, Boston still has the youngest stars in the East. And I think it's just impressive. Now, granted, I think Milwaukee still wins the series. I think they're a better team, like all the way around. I know Middleton being hurt kind of kind of hurt some things, but I, 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 I think Milwaukee goes back to the, to the finals. They might even, they might struggle with the heat without, without Middleton. But if Boston beats Milwaukee, the heat, the heat in Boston series should be really good. Yeah. That should be really good. Um, and I'm insinuating that the heat are going to beat the Sixers. Uh, but it's impressive. Boston just impressive because like I said, I think they got the youngest stars and, um, what a new coach Tatum's a superstar. Like he's got, he's got Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan-esque potential to, to, to dominate a game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You and know, you really. know what? You do got to give credit to that whole organization because 
Um, even though I wasn't watching any of the games, I did know their record, and they were pretty much like 500 for most. Yeah, of the they were they were they a mediocre team. After the All Star break, they just yeah. went on a run. They will, and and um, you know, it's crazy. Former coach Brad Stevens moved to the GM. I think yeah. you got to give him a ton of credit for the players he added along the way. I mean, I think that Derek White kid was a great trade. Not a big yeah. name, yeah. but he played well for the asset right now. Yep, yep, and um. You know, like players like Grant Williams, who you yeah. know you watch and be like, "How's this guy a basketball player?" But he's and you know, up and played well. And you know, I, I I actually like enjoy these moments where I can be like, "Guess I was wrong." Marcus Smart being like the premier point guard for that team when I didn't when I thought they should have kept I think Rozier. I was like, I would keep Rozier, but Smart's a, Smart's an asset. He's an asset at that point guard position for that for that team on both sides of the ball. Both sides of the ball, he helps them win. And I, I could go out to say and speak for many Celtics fans that they don't want Marcus Smart playing point guard, but yeah. he made it work. And I mean, no yeah. one really expected that of him. It's pretty impressive, honestly. Like, it's kind of crazy that the Celtics, with no, um, you know, legacy player on their team right now, you're like, wow, they really could, without like being a homer, they really could win the finals this year. They could. With absolute they could. names. They could. To set up, you know, to set. No, I still think their, the, uh, I know, still think the Suns do it. I think ultimately whoever gets there loses to the Phoenix Suns. Um, I think that's the best team in NBA. Yeah, and they like, lost last year in the around. finals and losing yeah. the finals. I, I you do see it. You can't. You do see it often where a team loses the finals, comes back the next season and wins the finals because they learned how to win from losing. You know, especially at that moment. So wouldn't surprise me at all if the Suns won it. They just play team – to transition real quick, the Suns are like – they're a team. Like, they play team basketball. They have a veteran point guard who's really good. They have a scorer, a young scorer who's really good. They have a dynamic big man who's really good on both sides of the ball, and they have a wing player who's consistent in bridges, and they have some depth. Off the bench, um, JaVale McGee, dynamic – uh, 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 Shamit, like they, they got that team is deep and they play team basketball and they play defense. And in Dayton, and Aiton just reap like honestly, the Warriors probably are going to beat the, the Grizzlies tonight. I think this, I think the Warriors lose to the Suns in six games. Really? Yep. Yep. And you know, I'm a fan of both teams. Like, you think but, that's because, do you think that's because, um, the Warriors? play more small ball and they're going to run into an issue with like when Aiden's on the floor getting out rebounded or something. Or I think they're going to get, I think they're going to get out rebounded on offense in, uh-huh. but I think the guard matchup with Paul and Booker and Curry and clay as much team basketball as the Warriors play, the Suns do it just the same and the Suns can shoot with them. But I think like, I think the Suns defense is going to, I I think they're going to outlast, especially at home. Suns got home court advantage in the series. You got to win. You got to, like, Warriors are going to have to win at least one on the road to win that series. Two two on the road. I just, I don't know, man. I think Suns win that in six. I think they take one in, I think they take one in Golden State. They win it back at, a, on, uh, uh, they win it in Golden State, actually, I think. It wouldn't surprise me. I think they might take, they might split at home and then, you know, split one and one and then, Split one and one, and then win it back at home. We'll see. So, I got um, I got two things I want to say and answer them in this order the way I present them about the awards in the NBA. One, 
you think Monty Williams should have been coach of the year? And Best if team. not, who? And then two, uh, MVP. Did they get oh, it right? Actually, you know what? No, no, no. Actually, you know what? I understand Monty Williams. Do think they were the best team all year long? If it was anybody else, I would have went. I would have went with uh, Grizzlies head coach. That's what I was thinking too. I would have went with the Grizzlies head coach because that team, that team, that team was that team was good all year, also, all year long. Um, wouldn't surprise me if Spolstra won it though too. Heat would have won seed. Yeah, and they were and they were a good team I, all year long. But I, I understand it, Monty just because like the Suns dominated. Yeah. They died. Like, yeah. I think they were like, I think they only lost like five home games. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Like they, you know, they were very, they were actually they very Golden State. Plus game, right? That's what I'm saying. Like they had a season like Golden State had like two years ago, three years ago. You put up 60 plus wins in the M- in NBA season. That's, that's a, uh, that's a very impressive year. That's yeah. like winning a hundred games in baseball, winning yeah. like 14 games in, in football. Yeah. You know? I, 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 yeah. That's why I'm like, how do you not give it to a team that does that? Um, an MVP, I, I probably would have went Embiid. I honestly would have understood Giannis. I don't want to discredit Jokic, the Joker, phenomenal basketball player. But I think in the NBA, some of the team's success filters into that MVP discussion, right? Like your team has to be successful. And I think that for the Nuggets to go and be a first-round exit, I just I, – I think I think, I think think Embiid proves to be more valuable, in my opinion, to his team than Jokic does. I, yeah, Embiid carried his team. Yeah, literally. yeah, like carried that team. And I just – not saying Jokic doesn't because I, I watched the Nuggets play, like – I'm not necessarily a fan, but I, I like some of the I like some of the players on their team when when Porter's healthy, when when Murray's healthy, they're, they're cool to watch. Uh, I like Barton. Um, I don't know, I don't know. I, I not 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 saying I'm into conspiracy theories, but I think there's an agenda with with why he won it again, um, and I just think it could have definitely been Embiid. I think he had the better year. I didn't Embiid lead the league in scoring too. I'm almost positive he finished the leading the league in scoring. Uh, I'd be the last person you want to ask. I didn't follow the NBA yeah. this season. Um, so then uh, let's let's elaborate more on why you think they gave it to him for a second year in a row. What's the agenda there? Um, scoring leaders, 2022. Who led the league in scoring? Dead air. Yeah, because I think I'm wrong. I think there was, I saw some stat on the TV the other day. Uh, I think it was on ESPN. It had something to do with Jokic's points for the season, rebounds, and assists, or something like that. Like, yeah, no, maybe, like, yeah, maybe I had it wrong. I think Jokic led the league. I think Jokic did lead the league in scoring. Yeah, did Jokic average thirty? He averaged thirty-one a, a game. That's impressive. Thirty-one and thirteen. Um, so besides maybe performance, what would be a alter alternate motive to give yoga? Oh, I think they're looking for, I think, I think the NBA needs a, a, a face of the league. 
and um, they're searching for it right now. They're searching for it, but not only are they searching, but not only are they searching for it, the NBA has always had the agenda of globalizing the game. And I think an international player being the face of the league helps globalize the game the way the NBA would like it. What about Giannis? He won back-to-back MVPs. Yeah, before Jokic. That's that's my point. Oh, so you're saying, yeah. The- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he won back-to-back and then Jokic. So – you're going to keep on having these European players probably get favored. You know, someone like Kaluka might be up next, regardless of, um, you know, if it's like a close call between two players, if you can lean one way, they lean to the Euro guy. Yeah. You know, and I mean, they, and they hype, I'm not saying he's not worth the hype, but they hyped Luca all the way up. Dude, yeah. I know. I agree. Luca, <laughs> awesome. he's phenomenal. He seems he like, height, but they hype him all real But when you when you, you you put up numbers to a guy who's been in the league like three years to Michael Jordan, stop. Just I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. I need to correct this because I knew I wasn't tripping. That was the playoffs. Joel Embiid averaged 30, 11, 4, led the league in scoring, uh, with almost with almost 50% field goal percentage. Hmm. Jokic, Jokic was sixth in the league in scoring, averaged twenty-seven and uh, average twenty-seven and thirteen. I mean, and and what about his assists? He averaged eight assists. Yeah, so like, I think I, I get, I, I get that. that, I get the numbers from as a, especially had, as a big um, man. He had some stat about like the amount of points scored plus like rebounds and assists in a season. What they told it out to be for each category was like something that hasn't been done too often. So I think. I wish I had the numbers. It sucks when you bring especially up for his, especially his, especially for a guy in his position. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I but get it's just, it. um, but I mean, if that's the case, that, like, I don't know. You could have had Giannis win it again too. He averaged almost. He almost averaged thirty. He averaged twenty nine point nine with eleven Honestly. boards and almost six, almost six assists a game. And that's why. And that's why I said for for me, like, the MVP in NBA is. Your team's success does have an impact on that, I think, because that's what makes you valuable. Like you can control the success and failures of your team more than you can in any other sport in the NBA. Like you can take over a game and 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 yeah. like you know like and I and especially the way it's presented, you know, like the year Derrick Rose won it, like the way the way they covered him on highlights, he did everything for that Bulls team um, and carried them to win. And that's why I'm just kind of like. My pick, my pick's definitely in B there, but I don't know. I could be fishing. Also, too, I I no, I mean, I do think the NBA, like all um, all leagues, but I feel like more so in the NBA, they kind of take turns with the MVP award because you can kind of just pick out one player who could probably win it every year. I know LeBron during his run of his career pretty much could have won it every year. Every year. He always had like the same numbers, and you're like, well, he had the same numbers every year. And his so, and his team was always in position to win. So it's like, come on, man. So I, I get it. Um, you know, ah, it is what it is. Uh, I like Jokic though. He's I I do, yeah. and he's good too. Oh, I mean, like, I, I and maybe I'm maybe there's a bias just because it's not uh it's not necessarily exciting. It's like it's like it's real Tim Duncan is in terms of the way he plays. Yeah. I can um, see that. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. um like his highlight's gonna be an over the shoulder pass or a Dirk Nowinski turnaround jump shot. Um 
But what he does do does affect the game. I just think that his team, like his team should be where Mad the Mavericks are right now. If he was if he's the MVP. You know Dude, what I mean? Because I will, I will Lucas, say, Lucas carrying that team. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't like to do this just because we'll never know, but I will say that. Speaking of Tim Duncan, if he was playing right now in the current game of the NBA, he would be fucking unstoppable. Now, I know he might run into some issues guarding like a stretch player on the perimeter. Can understand that, but no one's stopping him inside the three point right. line. No way stopping And he him probably he would have been able to stretch it out to knock down some. Yeah. I was going to say, nobody stopped him when he played. He, he, was, yeah. a, he was unstoppable. Like, he was unstoppable. <laughs> I mean, Tim Duncan yeah. probably would have been even better than. Uh, and that's kind of just who, no, like, Jokic really reminds me of. And honestly, in terms of his style of play, I just but it and it is fun to watch. Like I, you know, I got the chance, I got the chance to watch the Nuggets and the Memphis play up close on the floor. And uh Jokic is like when you watch it, it's fun to watch. So just like Ja too, it's it's unreal. Um, so I get why he won. Like I saying he shouldn't have won, like he didn't deserve to win, but I just think MB might have deserved it more. Mm. But what are you gonna do? It is what it is. Any other uh, comments you want to make about the sports world? Anything in baseball that stand out to you over the last week? I did watch some games this week. Who did I watch? I watched the – was it last week or since we last talked? Who did I watch? I watched the Mets come back down seven against the Phillies. My gosh. Mets got something special brewing this year. That's for sure. Um I watched Robbie Ray pitch, who I'm telling you, dude, he signed a contract. And it's just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm getting paid now. He looks out of shape. He throws 90 miles an hour. He was throwing like 97 last year. He it's, sat in uh, the high 90s. He he's, yeah, he's throwing like 90 to 92. Like, man, it's uh, – and, and he, he honestly, he looks like he sweats beer out of his pores. Wow. Well, <laughs> credit to Toronto then for uh, pursuing yeah, now, Yeah, because like – I thought I thought Robbie Ray was like you know hey, hey you know because when they first did that uh you know that's signing a gospel you would have thought why not just bring back Robbie Ray Robbie Ray so that's what I was thinking I was like bring back Robbie Ray but he just, I mean when you see him he looks out of shape compared to dude he like think about it he looked like he was like he looked like a bodybuilder in his uniform last year and now like out of shape. Velocity's not there. Next time, bro, yeah, you gotta you gotta check them out. Um, so that was that was that was interesting to watch, interesting to see, but kind of running with it. And you told me the twins, the twins are like 18 and 11, right? Is that what it was? Sir, leading the central. Um, not only are they 18 and 11, but they got a lot of excitement. I actually picked up one of the young arms on my on my fantasy. Uh if they can stay healthy, that'd be interesting. Um, who is it? Uh, Lewis, the young kid. Royce Lewis. And they got a catcher that's supposed to be good. Like uh, Miranda, Marita, Miranda, I think it's young catcher. Supposed to be good on on the offensive side of the ball. I thought he was an infielder. I think I think he's a catch. Maybe no third baseman. I think he's third baseman. Yeah, third yeah, yeah, third baseman. Yeah, not a catcher. Nowhere in the minors hitting yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah, Joe Miranda. Yeah, I mean. yeah, Joe, Joe. I think it's Joe with some pop. So, uh, Twins, pretty, pretty cool to see. But yeah, I'm still, I'm dying. I'm, I'm standing still on the hill that I think the Mets are gonna come out the NL. 
Yeah, as of right now, that's a uh, that's a good pick. I think honestly, yeah. and it sucks because I'm such a Bryce guy and a Phillies guy because of Bryce. The Phillies just don't have the arms, and um, no, no, I, no, I think the only team to compete with uh, the Mets right now is the Braves. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know they're de- they're back right now in the division, but I'm just saying in general, a team that could get hot going a run and then yeah, kind of go pound for pound. I think they match up pretty well. Absolutely. But if the ground comes back healthy, the Mets are going to be a problem. I will tell you this: for the sake of excitement, I hope the Angels find a way into the playoffs. Me too. I was actually like thinking about it, that, like yeah. into the it, like into the championship series because Shohei. That's Angels World Series. Shohei in the playoffs. Was is going to be can't miss TV, and if Mike like, Trout like like every at bat, every pitch can't miss TV, yeah. and if Mike Trout gets into the playoffs and, and has high pre- and <laughs> I know right, but if he if he starts doing what he does, you know Mike Trout doing Mike Trout things, if he does that in these high pressure situations, even if he's getting cookies, hey man, gotta gotta, uh, I gotta. mean I don't even want to say you gotta give it because I give it to him, but but you're right, it's different there. No, it's different. It's different, it's it's different. different there. It's different. You see there. the great ones press. You see the it's especially in the there. first showing. Like I remember Mookie Betts when he first got into the playoffs in like 17. Yeah. Oh, it's he's so he tight. He was trying to do it. He was trying to do it all in every swing. I, was, I think it was no, I think it might have been 16. And he was um, trying to do it all in every swing. Every swing. Yep. You could just see it. Like, damn. Damn. So uh, you know, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I will say this though. Um, yeah, I agree. Angels, angels. Mets could be a future World Series because it looks like the Angels finally have consistent pitching. No, that's what I'm saying. Team. Like that's what I mean. And so if they if they can string Pete it together, just threw a no last night. Yep, if they can string it together, they should come out of that. They should come out of that West. Because mm-hmm. the Mariners aren't it. A's not it. I think the Mariners are like a year off. Yeah, just the, a year. they're not it. The, the A's aren't it. Uh, who am I forgetting in that division? Houston's still a Houston's, problem. Houston's Houston's struggle, but like I think the Angels can they can come out of there, and if they do, man, Shohei in the playoffs. Shohei in the playoffs is going to be absolutely stupid. Um, I will say this: there is one player that I feel like needs to get way more love, and I know at one point he was like the king of baseball for a year during his rookie year, but I think this player, um is arguably the face of baseball, and rightfully so. I think Aaron Judge oh, yeah, is a top good. five player. I, really I really do. I really think Aaron Judge is like the cream of the crop, real way, deal. Way I really good. do. You I really do. Right at the plate. You can't throw him anything. No, nah, you really can't because that dude is yeah. not just a long, long swing, swing and miss guy. That dude, he's a barrel to ball and drive, and yeah. he plays a yeah. ball player. So strong too, it's dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, two and two two players I want to touch on actually before we, three before we wrap. Uh Glaber Torres. Yep. I think we both said it. He's gonna have a good year. He's off to a good start. Got getting comfortable, settling in over there. Um, Anthony Rendon, I think helps the Angels get to the postseason. I know he, he had, had like a, a home run lefty last night. I know, that? yeah, I saw that. <laughs> But I, I think he had like a, remember when he when he when he had that big year and then he signed that deal with the Angels and he got hurt. Well, he's always healthy. pretty consistent. No, but I think yeah, he's, he's healthy now, and he's yeah. gonna consistently help them win. And um, Joe Adele, how's he, he looking? Roster anymore? They optioned him to AAA. 
See, interesting. I do real quick before I comment on that. I just love that Rendon saw Brett Phillips come into pitch and said, fuck this. I'm going You're gonna act like a joke. I'm gonna act like a joke and go lefty. And the fact that he had a home run is just even cooler, but I'm glad that Madden gets it because it's like, yo, it's not baseball when you put in position yeah, players who yeah, can't pitch. Like yeah, it's not like yeah. if Brett Phillips, I mean, the guy's great, but if he was going in there throwing like fucking and did you see wind up? Did you see the wind up? I don't know. It's just such a joke. It's a clown show. So it's like at the good. big yeah, league level, level too. At the yeah. big league level. Like this is a joke. Yeah. So so um um, who did you just mention? Adele. 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 I still think that kid has got too nice of a swing to fucking. He's gonna figure it out. I'll give him a little more time. I'm not gonna shit on him. But I was watching MLB Network last night, and Dan O'Dowd, who I usually like, I think he has some pretty fucking realistic fucking commentary and isn't too biased. But he was saying that Torkelson was not ready to start this year, and he should be in the minors right now. I thought that was an interesting comment. Yeah, well, um, see, here's what I think is happening. Because I saw, I actually checked up on Torkelson. Um, and this just goes to my comment that I always say let them learn at the big league level. Like, there's going to be, there's going to be growing pains with young players. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. There's going to be, there's where, where they're going to, they're going to go out, they're going to have a couple good games, and then they're going to have 10 bad ones when they're figuring some shit out because like other, bad. other, like bad, because these other teams are getting like, oh, okay, this young buck, we got to pay attention to him. How do we get him out? Let's try this. And when they find out it works, now that give the kids some time to make the adjustment at the big league level. You did it with Cody Bellinger. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to give it, let them sink or swim. And that's why I just, if they have the tools that apply even briefly and the physicality, let them learn at the big league level. Because I just feel uh, like you waste the at-bats down in the minor leagues because you still have that learning curve when you get to the big league level. So yeah, yeah. get so that experience comments, there. Right. When I hear comments like that, I'm like, what, what does that mean they're not ready? Like, when are you going to be ready, you know? Like for Joe Adele, sometimes maybe it's just a mental thing where he's just kind of trying too hard. So go down a triple A, get comfortable again, and then come up. You know what I mean? Like, it I can't even understand. But, but, but fucking saying you're not ready, like you're, you're not going to learn how to hit MLB pitching and triple A. doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, and I, and I don't know the reason. Like sometimes they option guys predicated on like knees. Like I think they optioned him when he was batting like 230 with like three home runs in 20 games. Yeah. Like it was only twenty games. Yeah, I still think Joe Adele's an interesting player. Um, you know, I just, I just think, think a guy like that—he was a tenth pick. Running out of, the running out of room maybe for him because maybe. the Brandon Marsh kid, I think, is getting burned every day. You That's know, what I'm saying? The maybe, but Adele's got tools, fast pop. Taylor, well, another thing too is because he plays all over the place. The Taylor Ward kid's been raking, and you need to find a spot for him. That that's, kid, and that's what I mean. Not, like, I don't, it might have, it might have just been like they had uh, five outfielders on a roster, yep. four or five outfielders on a roster, out. and I mean, get out if he didn't get off to a hot start, mm-hmm. you know, um, pretty, pretty interesting. So, well, I will, I will, say I will that, make a comment on this though, and it's only because. Only because that situation speaks to it. I had a conversation with a former coach of ours, uh, the whole black and white thing in baseball. And this kind of proves a point that he made. You don't see players that look like me as bench players in the big leagues. And it was interesting because I couldn't really think of any. If they look like me, they play every single day. And I thought that was an interesting point that he pointed out. 
because I couldn't think of a bench player that looked like me. There's only like one player I can think of. It's like Tony Kemp. And I think he's playing pretty much almost every day now for the A's. Yeah. And I couldn't think of I know that I know the Royals had a guy, Gore. He was Dyson. blazing fast. Dyson. Dyson, no, Dyson was playing every day at one point. But yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. Gore. 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 He was like Terrence Gore, blazing Terrence fast. Gore, yeah. Um but they just and, and that's why I thought the option on the Odell was interesting also because I'm like, well, you know, yeah, get him a spot start here and there and maybe let him try to figure it out by playing every other three days or so or just interesting. Yeah, you know, again, I don't follow that team too in depth, but yeah, um, I will say is they do have a crowded outfield. And yeah. if they just gave like if they had a pool of players and they're like whoever comes out hot in the first month and a half, that's who we're going to roll with. Because yep. you're all pretty much the same service time. Yep. Maybe that's what they did. Because and, that's, and that, that's what I think is the case, especially and on top of the fact that the option probably was to get like another infielder up there. Maybe, maybe somebody like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if the Angels somebody might got hurt, but uh, I think just, I think Adele sure going to be called back up this year without a doubt. I think so too. I think so too. I think I think um, I think he should. I just think his tools are applicable. Like I don't want that guy on my bench to be like, Hey Adele, you're starting today when I need to give somebody mm-hmm. else a rest, you know, cause you got the tools to go out and hit two home runs in a game, make some dive and catch, throw some, like you steal some bags. You have those tools. I want you on the big, right, big league roster. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty interesting, but that's all I got. Well, if that's the case, then uh, my die on the Hill, I should have played this before the uh, episode started, but I, I, um, I think we should get some new intro music and I got our song. Hopefully we don't get a copyright issue for this, but I'm going to play you our new intro song. All right. Sounds good. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's definitely the intro. And welcome to the fake friends podcast. Yeah. It's like, like or or just throw yeah. it at the end. Throw it at the end. Yeah. Maybe that's the outro music. It's the outro. Yeah, because after our conversations, definitely. After our conversations and they get tapped like they used to tap our phones, they're definitely coming to lock us up. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Um, I'm going to make a new intro song. All right, yo. I am. I'm going to make a new song. I think I'm going to rebrand our uh, our music for our podcast. Going to give us something original. It's fine by me. You know yeah, it's fine by me. I like it. What do you got? Uh, for the intro song? No, just in general. Anything? Any any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Oh, um, what time is it? I got I got about ten minutes before I gotta pick up a kid from school. Yeah, hot take. Shiba Inu, Shiba Shib 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 Army. It's like at almost it's it's adding a zero probably by the end of the day, and it's gonna kill a zero by the end of the year. Hot take. I'll give you the actual price it's at right now as we wrap this up. Oh my god! I, I yeah. told you I don't even four zeros and a one and a two. I yeah, don't even want to look. I might have lost all my money, dude. I am down. I am down. Down, down, down in an earlier like He's holding. Man. Last time Where's I heard out Cash Daddy last week, he was still holding. Um, I'm yeah. Dude, Holding, holding till the wheels. I'm holding till the, till the, till the. I look at it like this. I'm like, falls I, off. if 
see, my thing is, is like when you're going to cut losses, you basically want to cut ASAP. Like you kind of want to cut around your break. Yeah, the minute, it, the minute already, it starts losing. I already lost so much money that like if lose I sold anything, I like, I like, yeah, I might as well just lose it all at this point. As, as, as Even though it's like. What are you saying? Pretty, what, my thing is like, what are you going to do with what you're trying to save from losing? Right, it's a pretty decent bag I'll be losing, but it's kind of like, hey, I took a shot in the dark and the darkness consumed me. You so. could have you could have went and put that whole bag on like nine at a roulette table, and lost it the same. You just lost it quicker. Right, I just lost it a different way, um, you know. But no, I do think there'll be a crypto surge at some point, and it's coming back. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna bounce back, especially with that community, bro. The whole time since we've been we bought in, used to be like. Three to like six days. Now it's like you, you saw it at like what? 126 days. 126 days. And through, through this through this bloodshed, through this bloodshed of like a of like a dying bear uh, market, it's like a eight. It's like it's been between a seventy and eighty percent buy. Like people mm. are buying the token at this price. I'm actually mad that I don't just have like. I should honestly be getting, I'm mad that I don't have a thousand bucks to just lay around that I want to spend. I'd buy, I'd buy another hundred million if I like could right now. Dude, I am. I'm telling you, you should be getting up to like, you should be trying to get to like 200 million right now. Dude, seriously, hold on a second. Cause I am 200, I am 20 million away from um, a hundred million. You should go buy that 20 million. Cause that might cost you, that might cost you like 400 bucks if that. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna cost me two fifty seven. That's that's an easy buy. You just bought some J's this morning. Like that's an easy buy to get you to a hundred million. So like I, 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 when it does take off, yeah. When it does take off, yeah. Oof. And that's what I'm saying. Like a hundred million coins right now is only like eleven hundred dollars. And a year from now, somebody takes eleven million, eleven hundred dollars, and buys a hundred a hundred million coins. Today, a year from now, that hundred million coins could be worth fifteen grand. You know, now this is not financial advice per usual. This is just thought, in the, you know, shot in the dark. I'm just saying, man, anything's possible. Anything is possible because it's a blood, it's a bloodshed when you look at the carpet crypto market right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, bloodshed. I even think Bitcoin's uh, under thirty, isn't it? Yeah, Ethereum's down, Bitcoin's down, but you know it was oh, down this man. time. It was all down this time of year last year, also same time, same mm-hmm. time of year, same time. Bought me some Ethereum, doubled up, got Mercury in, got out of there. Retrograde. So we'll see what happens. Mercury's in retrograde. All right, till next time. Oh, yo, wait. Oh, no, you just said that, and breaking I saw news. something earlier. It's not breaking news. Kamaya's putting out a project. This is funny because you said retrograde. And she said, she said, you'll like this. So this is a comment. She put out a put out a post that the song isn't available on streaming platforms yet because they're telling me if I release today, it'll only be available on YouTube. So y'all gotta wait another week. Blame it on the retrograde. I don't know. We come in all summer though. Yeah. The retrograde. Because apparently dude. technology fails during a retrograde. It Blame has it on the retrograde. So Blame it on, yeah. I don't we'll know. See what happens, man. Till next time. After next the retrograde. Time. After the retrograde. Yeah. Why, why, why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends?